0: Hello and welcome to YouTube's favorite comic book channel, Cartoonist Kayfabe. My name is Jim Rugg. I'm Ed Piscor. Before we dive into this Prisoner Artist Edition that I have waited for a long time, as I will show you, I want to remind everybody that we will be at Heroes in June in North Carolina. That's the middle of June, coming up in a couple of weeks. We will be bringing lots of our back catalog of comps, art, prints, uh, all the good stuff that sometimes is very hard to find in stores. So if you come out to Heroes, make sure you look up Cartoonist Kayfabe take some pictures and uh, spread the good word about a great comic shop. I also want to remind everybody that we are starting to gear up for Cartoonist Kayfabe comic book Christmas in July. The last Saturday in July we take our comps, we take our doubles, we take some good comics and we go out to the local lending libraries and stock them with comics. Let's make some new comic book readers. We did it last year for the first time. Had all kinds of participation. Saw thousands of photos and hashtags of everybody watching the channel. We have a great audience out there. I know that some of you guys have bought doubles of books by accident. I know that lots of you are creators and have your own comps. Go out and spread those around your local neighborhood and let's try to grow some new comic book readers with Cartoonist Kayfabe Comic Book Christmas in July. So Ed, they released a Prisoner original art edition. Basically a comics artist edition of the Prisoner. This is one of my favorite tv shows i started watching this probably when we started hanging out because i remember it was the very first house i lived in with my wife when i got married so we're looking at like oh two oh three time period i got a dvd box set only 17 episodes of this thing and i would watch like one a week man and just loved it loved it so much i wanted there to be like a prisoner anthology of all my friends and comic book artists making their own prisoner stories because i think it's such a good hook and uh, went on eBay whenever I heard that there was one of these things. And before the artist edition existed, I actually bought a photocopied set of this comic because I was such a prisoner mark. And whenever you hear that Jack Kirby is the artist behind this, could it get any better? So imagine my delight whenever we opened up a uh, mailbag and found copies of the Prisoner original art edition.
1: Ask not what Cartoonist Kayfabe can do for you. Ask what you can do for Cartoonist Kayfabe and two copies of the prisoner artist edition come through it's expensive book it's it's slight of page you know it's not it's not so much it's not even 100 pages i don't think it's very expensive so uh i would i was never gonna buy it right but thank you so much to the anonymous k favor whose name we did not get permission to put on the air but we see you we thank you and we made an episode uh based on this shit. So
0: strange that they do two versions of this, but they never quite make it to publication. So I think about the Jack Kirby version, and this is like a 70s project for him. Yeah. Which puts it in line with like the 2001 Kirby series. Right. And I feel like there are overlaps, like the concept of prisoner is similar to 2001 in that it's a basic concept that you can just apply, right? This guy's being held against his will in this village. Unclear who's holding him prisoner and not even clear exactly why. Uh, Patrick, man, I would have loved to have seen him go through that.
1: Patrick McGuhan doesn't know why. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's the whole thing with that goddamn show. Man, is like Whew. they they create a good hook, and it doesn't go anywhere. No, it
0: varies a lot. Like the best episodes are tremendous, and the ones that are aimless are very aimless. Also, McGowan, perfect for a Kirby character. I think so. This episode is brought to you by the Cartoonist Kayfabe at Patreon. Three different levels will give you access to our videos before anyone else sees them to give you a leg up on the kayfabe effect. And at the King Kayfaber level, you actually sit in on our recording sessions. This episode is also brought to you by the books that we make. You see our bibliography in front of you right now. In addition to all of these books, Ed Piscor's Red Room, Crypto Killers, the new season of Red Room is now out. Issue 1 is available now. Issue 2 cover here. There are also a clip of variant covers by Ed Peach Momoko, me, and many other great artists. The other big book that Ed is releasing later this year, Hip Hop Family Tree, The Omnibus, collecting all of the Hip Hop Family Tree strips in one handsome 500 plus page volume, including over 100 pages of new material. That'll be out in time for the holidays. Got to pre order it now so Fanagraphics knows how many to print. There's also an omnibus collection of X Men Grand Design coming out later this year. Again, pre order that one today. Let them know how many you need because some of the X Men Grand Design three volumes are out of print. So get that one big, handsome collected volume. My next big book later this summer Street Angel Princess of Poverty from Image Comics. This is available for pre-order now. Collects all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Street Angel Deadly Scroll Live, also available in back in print from Image Comics. You can also pick up my Hulk Grand Design with the fluorescent green cover, you cannot miss it, as well as Plain Janes, the first young adult graphic novel. And now back to our program. He he has that brow that just looks like it's right out of a Kirby drawing.
1: And uh Look like, at this imagination. Oh man, it's beautiful. There's there's so much I love about it. Uh, I love that he's just stacking iconography to to like make the background. It's almost like clip art. Like let's just put some fucking umbrellas. We'll put this kind of structure. It's flat, you know. We'll put we'll put a little um, obelisk or whatever. Uh, this thing, like what the fuck is that? Like a kayfabe car with hard edges and shit. <laughs> but it don't sleep on our cool. pirate
0: in the foreground here. A parrot just sitting in the exact.
1: Right on the edge of the artist's drawing table. Some bas-reliefs. This is real messy. That, that's a very surprising set of marks from Royer. Yeah, it's pretty bizarre. And I
0: think I learned about this through the uh, Jack Kirby collector yeah. is, is where I first would have seen this. And I mean, I was just eating it up. It was like a lot of stuff coming together at the same moment. See that great panel here? Looks like magoo in. And this is your intro. You know, like, if you watch The Prisoner, this is kind of the opening credit sequence that sums up his resignation and then being drugged. And uh, this is cool, too, like, watching, like, what is inked? You know, what is lettered?
1: Yeah, it's like, like, hey, roll your pencils down, man. This shit ain't happening. Yes, exactly. We're we're done now. And uh, it's so funny, comics, because, like, they need you to feel like you're getting something substantial, you know? So it's, like, all this stuff. But, like, the beauty of that intro, of that TV show, is you don't need none of that. It's so brisk. Yeah, it, and, and it's so clear, and you don't need none of that, but, like, we're going to put Marvel pathos over top of it. Yeah. From Steve Englehart.
0: Oh, no, this first one's Kirby.
1: Englehart's oh, the Gil
0: Kane piece. Oh, that's yeah. cool. These are Kirby's words. Like, this is whenever he goes back to Marvel. Like I said, it's like that 2001, because it's him, you know? It's yeah. him... Thinking he had something to say about this, and I wish it would have gone on because I think he could have killed it with this concept. But now we're in the village. Like this is like an episode now that that Kirby's coming up with as opposed to adapting an episode. And it's great to see it in the four-color reproduction of his pencils. Totally. And it's kind of cool to see like Royer's lettering, right? Like now we're even getting pencils down whenever it's partially lettered. And you know, let's bold a couple, do the bold words first. You're learning
1: something about Royer's it's, process. It's, it's really beautiful.
0: interesting. I was thinking about this series because I haven't watched it in a long time, probably almost 20 years, and one, there were so many good episodes. There's one about a computer that's essentially an AI kind of story, oh, which is kind of window. funny, and uh, you yeah, have some Kirby tech, but there's also one where like, there's disinformation being sent around. It's like a conspiracy theory kind of episode, and I forget the word they use for it. It's been a while since I saw it, but it was such a great episode concept to me it was the first time i've really seen that where like he's spreading the disinformation around uh you know fake news kind of thing and almost turning the village against number two who was the guy that was usually the antagonist against number six i am not a number i am not a number <laughs> that's that's amazing <laughs> that almost doesn't look like a kirby hand in those pencils do you think
1: i know doesn't what you it, mean doesn't
0: yeah. it look a little bit different than what i'm used to it's yeah. not as uh, yeah, like kind of hard lined yeah he's feathering some stuff Which is kind of cool to see Kirby thinking, you know, a little differently on a project at this stage in his career, too.
1: Look at that. A flat image in perspective, and still, it looks good. Very bizarre. That's (laughs) such a cool
0: piece. It's almost like a Hall of Mirrors Nightmares with the little the in the 3D form. I was always surprised when I used to buy those Kirby collectors at just how rendered his pencils were. Yeah. Like I always assumed they'd just be like roughs. Cause you see those, you see them in Ditko and you see them in Busima pencils. Totally.
1: And, and, uh, you know, inking over top of that pencil, like that's not, you can't guarantee that that ink's going to stay down. You know, like that, that, that yes. is a very soft lead. So when you clean up that page, I imagine that it must pull up some ink cause the ink sits on top of the lead.
0: That's a good point. There's a
1: reason why a lot of guys like would just like put the X's. It's almost at the request of the anchor who, mm-hmm. who's like, "Fuck, dude, now I gotta clean this up."
0: Yeah, you can imagine him just the side of his pencil filling in all of this stuff, and it
1: looks meticulous. You know, like it does. With, there's very little Jack Kirby drawing video footage. You know, there's that Doctor Doom piece where he's holding Doctor Doom's holding the mask and stuff, and uh, Jack Kirby is not fast. You know, he puts a lot of time into to this stuff. It's just like he had that patience to sit there all day and night yeah
0: i love this panel i would uh i would play around inking that if i were
1: any of these man see this is another one of those like did kirby do that it's like alcala is on that or something
0: yeah it's wild it really does feel like he's he's trying something different with this and like i said the concept of just number six constantly trying to escape or to learn where he's at i feel like kirby could add a lot of fun with that
1: i don't think we saw the little ball thing in in the episode we didn't
0: unfortunately this is another fun piece. So this is Gil Kane. You know, I don't know if Marvel wasn't happy with the first adaptation or what, but you see it Stanley presents, so this is still Marvel, presumably with the license trying to figure out how to do this. And this is the Engelhart script. Uh, you know, you can see it in, in the credits just penciled in, but you get to see Gil Kane constructing his figures, which I don't know if there's a guy who's more into that part. Uh, it's certainly a part of what I think of when I think Gil Kane. It's all those figure studies that he would warm up with. And man, you can see it. And he's so good with, like, suits and folds
1: and clothing. Yeah. it's He's almost drawn himself as, as in the Magooion role, man, if you, if you know what Gil Kane looks like.
0: Yeah, it reminds me of whenever we talked to uh, Gary Groth and we were talking Gil Kane a little bit. This is what I would love to see more of Gil Kane doing. You know, like, playing outside of the superhero genre and getting to kind of, like do fabrics and folds
1: and regular people and and kind of intriguing storylines he had a lot of internal glass ceiling uh kind of mentality and stuff and and just like because he really wasn't pushing outside of the genre he talked about that that was his limitation that like you know he's he's stuck in genre can't get out of it um
0: look at the dynamic figure running at us that's a hard pose to make look good very clean very clean, and then like, is this a letter of doing a first pass and marking in lettering guys? Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's a good question.
0: And then like, that's a really dark blue.
1: Yeah. That's 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 photo blue. They don't make it like that anymore. <laughs> Un- unless you know, like, like actually, the pen, the pencil that I use is this kind of blue. The the blue pencil that I use is not non repro mm. blue. It's a it's like this, but I just have a light hand.
0: I see so much Howard shaken. And some of these faces makes me wonder if, like, was this when he was an assistant?
1: Right. It'll be things like this, like some of this, like, little busyness up there. You could picture that on top of Reuben Flag, Absolutely.
0: Yeah, not not far off from a Reuben Flagg design, especially in some of the panels. So zombie-like. I love the paranoia of the eyes. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the other thing. Like, how do you adapt this series? And certain things like the atmosphere is what you've got
1: to figure out how to get on the page.
0: Great Dutch angle.
1: The Prisoner feels like... um it's like a step toward what I would call, you know, the modern day golden age of of television, mm-hmm. where like it had that hook, but because it was still steeped in that old presentation model of just like so formulaic, and every episode has to end this, the same way because you know they're going to be out of order in syndication and stuff. Yeah. Uh,
0: Your bubble's coming.
1: Yeah, there he is. But <laughs> it's... It looks pretty weak. It's very small. Like you need you need more, you need more um, stuff to contrast it with. But I, but like the idea of the prisoner, I just like absolutely love. But it's the execution. I'm too. I'm too. I um, used to Sopranos and like like shit where it's like it's really building to something. You know, I couldn't even get down with Lost because it was like, okay, I know this ain't really going anywhere. These guys are kayfabing as they go.
0: Huh, that's a really good likeness here. Pretty good. This is so clean. I wonder, is he not? Does he not do like underdrawing or anything? You don't see any kind of marks showing up in this.
1: I I I I think that. Like, based on the blue, actually, I, was, I meant to say this before when we first were talking about it, the reason I brought it up. Um, I, I think maybe the pages can be manipulated a little bit. Like, maybe it is a non-repro blue, and then they, they bump up the levels, and maybe that makes the underdrawing disappear. Or maybe he lightboxed, you know, because it's a very, it's one line. It's so confident. It's, it's one line, so like, maybe he lightboxed his uh, underdrawing. Yeah, I'd be very curious about it because like there's almost you know no what? building up of figures that might be what shaken was responsible for in the gilkane studio is like transferring the smeary stuff to like the final inkable board i always loved how gilkane would do fingers
0: Good you fingers. know like hands like you'd get the knuckle in there and then supplemental material so to your point at about how this is not very long i don't know the page count on this i didn't notice uh numbers on this but I wonder if this is that period in the 70s where they would like maybe throw in a reprint or something like, in like the a, back yeah, and you get pager. 17 pages because that Kirby story is definitely like a 17 pager this is uh the all reds doing the inking and coloring on that, this version that's just the coloring it's it, it, it looks it'll, like it'll consistent uh, yeah it's inked yeah, by Royer, Royer. Royer inks
1: colored, colored by, by Mike, Mike all not, not, all, not Laura I am at a number
0: and then uh an inked version of our title page
1: Look at that hand. Real busy. Like, you saw... It, can, can you go back to it real quick? It was very um, sort of meticulous. And then Lealoha's style kind of just added a lot of fuss to it. Yeah, it really does. Almost like a finisher or something. Yeah. Yeah. Almost it, a different car. Like, really look Dick at the... Giordano's it up. Completely changes the car. Yeah. It needed it. Can you go back again? Because, like... Because, like, look, it, it's so... Lee Aloha like really did did wonders for it because like that that's just some fake funny baloney bullshit and it's a uh it's terrible both of them compared to the actual show because he has a very
0: unique car and this just isn't quite doesn't quite and had, get like, it a roadster
1: or something it's, yeah like, long
0: I think this is closer but I think that he keeps like the proportions, the proportions yeah and so you don't quite get the full
1: effect of what that car looked like there's nothing you could do about that with what they had laid out with the lettering and stuff and this is I guess a, a cover for a bay con or whatever that you know some some comic convention that's sad you gotta (laughs) let it go steve you gotta (laughs) shave it off man it's gone
0: yeah this is uh this is kind of cool to see some of the background of them trying to put this thing together you see like the episode guides and stuff this is something to uh ed you mentioned that the episodes would run in whatever order so like if you go to wikipedia or something you'll see proposals of how what order it should be in. Like sure. the first episode and last episode are very clear, but then those in-between parts a little bit harder to uh to figure out. Look at this cosplay. <laughs> Fourth world cosplay. That's amazing. It
1: looks like Red Room. <laughs> it does. That
0: looks like something out of a horror movie. Yeah,
1: it's total like pulp fiction inside the back of the fucking gun store type shit. That's
0: okay, so here's an awesome supplement. The actual type script, which is all the uh the formats for the scripts always Surprise me yeah and then
1: uh you know the lettering See, so, yeah, so you don't have to go back and forth excellent way to pad out more pages into this thing to and lettered by Rick Parker
0: which makes me think this was probably done after mid, the fact mid, like mid maybe 80s. for this well wow. maybe for this edition interesting because I think this was done I you know I assumed it was done in the 70s I don't know if there was a date on there maybe I'm wrong but I was thinking it was the same time period and just something didn't work out with the Kirby version, so they went a different route.
1: I noticed like a version of this with the X's on, on the, the piece. Like I thought but but I thought he was just calling out the X's to have like a shadow on the face or something. This
0: is what happens in the opening. This is this is totally from that opening sequence.
1: They um, exit they X ex out because so. they
0: pull his card out of like the you know the file of agents and then they
1: X him out and, and throw it in a in the garbage. I know they made some like late period prisoners like since we were buds and they've, stuff. They've, I, and I I just really would love to have, like, a, a, a real story with that, you know. And
0: they made one for TV, stuff. and I remember being disappointed in it and not watching the whole thing. And, you know, it's kind of after the fact, like, a yeah. different set of characters, I think. Because it wasn't, you know, Magoon wasn't playing... You know, it wasn't like a redo, exactly. Right. And then they also did, I think Vertigo did like a DC, or maybe it was just DC, did a prestige format four issue run. Yeah, Dean Modern, um, Mr. X. And same thing, like it just didn't, you know, not for me. Yeah,
1: people are into the comic, but like nobody has able to pull it off. It's, it's dude, it's like Apocalypse Now. Nobody was ever able to adapt Heart of Darkness. And
0: this gives you some more idea of just what this show was because it is kind of a cult show it was definitely highly regarded in terms of tv and really doing something a little bit different and adventurous so give some context on putting the show together and uh look at this for we talk about like how tall figures are that's a tall figure yeah that is, that is about 12, 12 heads tall 14 heads tall yeah those are some
1: lanky minute bull type arms yeah
0: yeah that's that's bill walton as the prisoner right there <laughs> And of course, you get the nice biographies in the back of a uh, of an artist edition. Let me see
1: this real quick, man. Okay, Gil Gilkin got death masks and shit. Uh, that really looks like Burn, Burn Hogarth. I know he's a big uh, proponent of the Hogarth school of anatomical drawing and stuff.
0: <laughs> Be seeing you. <laughs> so shocking to me that this exists, you so know? Cool. Con- considering uh, my fandom, it was like this is one of those. This is one of those matrix objects of like. Am I dead? Am I in between something and now I'm dreaming that this exists?
1: Embarrassment of riches uh, we get and and I think that that's indicative of us becoming older and crustier and people of our peer group in more positions of power to make things happen.
0: Yes I think you're right about that because
1: it's definitely received sort of bumps throughout history (laughs) and uh, yeah I think you're right. So we take it where we can get it man because we've aged out of the uh, you know the movie going demographic they don't make movies for us anymore we're not you know 18 to 35 or whatever but uh the books still keep coming man so they do we, we we have that to rest on uh kayfabers like follow subscribe to the youtube channel hit the bell so that we can notify you when new videos are available a couple of weeks from now as of this recording jimmy and i are going to be going to HeroesCon 2023 at charlotte north carolina hope to see you there if we do put that cartoonist kayfabe shirt on man fly the kayfabe flag uh look forward to seeing you guys down there in nc We're also gearing up for Cartoonist Kayfabe Comic Book Christmas in July. This is an initiative where uh, Jimmy and I have rallied the troops and we want all of you guys to uh, take your comic book doubles. If you're a cartoonist, take your um, comp copies and sprinkle those around town in those little free lending libraries that, uh, that we have in our neighborhoods and around the city. We need to create more comic book readers. We can't sit around and complain about it. We have to do some action items. Uh, this is something that has come to mind. It was a great success last year when we did it. It's always a last Saturday in July and uh, it's something that we're probably going to do for, for the foreseeable future. So second annual cartoonist kayfabe comic book Christmas in July. It's a mouthful and it's happening last Saturday of July. But the videos are brought to you by the books that we make. So Jimmy, please tell the people what you got going on. Street Angel, Princess of Poverty, will be out later
0: this year from Image Comics. It collects all of the Street Angel comics that are not in Deadly Scroll Alive. They just reissued a new edition of Deadly Scroll Alive, so if you guys missed that one at home, you can pick that up again. Uh, Hulk Grand Design Treasury Edition is also available now. Fluorescent Green, oversized cover, no excuse to miss that one in your local comic shop. And uh, the first young adult graphic novel, The Plain Janes, is still available in print. And you can join me on patreon.com slash jimrug, where you can see the comics that I am working on right now and
1: serializing there weekly. Hip Hop Family Tree Omnibus is coming to stores in uh, time for the holidays, coming around October. Plenty of time to to wrap it up in a bun and uh, gift that to somebody this Christmas. It's going to collect the uh, four volumes of Hip Hop Family Tree that are out there. 500 plus page book we're looking at at this point. 140 pages of material that is brand new strictly for this this volume and a lot of new artwork done strictly for this volume also x-men grand design trilogy trade paperback is going to be coming into stores It's going to be trade paperback size like your typical marvel uh tpbs x-men grand design some of these volumes are out of print so you're going to get uh the all three issues all three volumes inside one handy dandy soft cover edition And the focus right now is Red Room Crypto Killers. It's my latest season of Red Room Comics uh, to to see the light of day. Issue one came out in May. This is a cover to issue two. Murder on the Dark Web for Fun and Profit is the name of the game in Red Room Comics. There are two trade paperbacks of Red Room out there in the wild right now. One is called The Antisocial Network. The other is called Trigger Warnings. Support our books. Keep the Cartoonist Kayfabe channel coming to you on a regular basis. And there are other th- ways to support the channel. Jimmy, let the people know. Subscribe to the Cartoonist Kfabe newsletter at the links below this video. You can also find Cartoonist Kfabe
0: t shirts, merchandise, cups, fanny packs, stickers, and more at our spread shop. That link is also under this
1: video. All great ways to support the channel. Give them those marching orders, Jimmy, and we'll be on our way. Read more comics.